Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow and Mo Patton, along with J.P. Plant on the controls. Glad to have you guys with us here on this Wednesday. Looking forward to this next uh, segment. Before we get into it, since we're talking a little college baseball, Memphis has hired a new baseball coach after the retirement of longtime uh, Tigers head man. Um, and I don't know his first name. Darren Schoenrock. That's it. I couldn't remember. I was like, what is his first name? Uh, Carrick Jackson, formerly of the MLB Draft League. Great words from Morgan Sword, who was the Major League Baseball Executive Vice President of Baseball Operations. Dana Brown, Braves Vice President of Scouting, had some great things to say. Ben Charrington, Pittsburgh Pirates GM. Harold Reynolds, uh, obviously of MLB All-Star and uh, Network Analyst fame. And former boss, current Tennessee head coach Tony Vitello, who said... While I realize he is being hired to be the baseball coach, I think it's a safe bet those values he instills and the way he goes about it will affect the entire university and even the community. For someone who has fallen in love with the state of Tennessee, I couldn't be more excited to see the caliber of coach and person that has been added to West Tennessee. So, pretty great stuff there from Tony Valls. Pretty great stuff for Memphis. That's a, that's a pretty great, pretty big hire. Coming out of Southern, so looking forward to seeing what he's able to do out in uh, West Tennessee, East Arkansas, North Mississippi. They went from nine wins in 2018 to 32 wins in three years later with a conference championship and a um, NCAA tournament berth. So he Southern, yeah. So it's pretty darn good. Gets it done in a hurry. Apparently so. Yes, and and there's a kid. Grace Christian's got a kid, an outfielder who is committed. Jordan Carter is committed to Memphis. So, um, I guess he signed. So, should be fun. Um, this area tends to send a few kids that way. I think there might be a kid, a good pasture as well, that's going to Memphis. So, looking forward to see how that goes. But also looking forward to this weekend at. Another Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Same Lindsey Nelson, different different stadium. stadium absolutely <laughs> different locale. As the national number one seed Tennessee Volunteers get set to take on um, Notre Dame in a super regional, and again we are being joined by Wes Rucker of Twenty Four Seven Sports. We had hoped to get Wes on on Monday, but oh, I'm just going to read you this this text string. Um, Reached out to Wes a little bit before the show and asked him if he was still good for 2.15. And that was a little little bit before the show. And so when we didn't hear back from him, we kind of panicked. And we reached out to Chris Lee, who we did have. But um, Wes came back to us and said, "Um, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Was rocking Hank when you texted and called. And (laughs) I read this, Wes, to my co-host, who, when I said, was rocking Hank when you texted and called, 
for the next hour and a half throughout our show, Wes, I, I thought I thought you just had Hank Jr. cranked to eleven and you were singing family tradition before we texted you. <laughs> so, I, mean, I, I got I probably got cousins all over the southeastern United States that, that might have been doing that at the same time. But uh, <laughs> for me, no, I was actually uh rocking the uh the ornery five month old to to sleep and uh today i had to uh go get fitted for a suit for my brother's wedding with a angry five month old in tow so i don't recommend doing that either that's a that's a whew, that's a disaster well congratulations <laughs> to your brother and and if he needs I'm, a dj i know a guy and 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 i'm glad that you were rocking your I son can, i can rock hank <laughs> at your at your brother's wedding I, as I, the dj if you need to i'm, I'm glad you were rocking well, your son like Yes, yes, that's. <laughs> I I swear, Wes. I thought I thought you were, you know, just Hank. Why do you drink? <laughs> and you just I mean, missed. I'm the... not gonna say I've never done it before in my life. <laughs> but, uh... but you weren't Monday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, um, not uh... to the best of my knowledge. No, that would not be a get your child to sleep song. Probably. <laughs> no, I don't think so, Wes. The one reason that I wanted to get you on this week to talk about UT baseball was Can specifically. <laughs> was to specifically talk about Tennessee catcher Evan Russell and the irresponsible comments that were made by an ESPN commentator on Friday night regarding his inavailability for the first two games. Yeah, that was well, Mo, that was that was quite a quite a day there. Um and, and you know it it's the the best lesson that that can be learned through this, uh, of course, is you know to to be to be responsible if you're a journalist. That should go without saying. Unfortunately, it doesn't, but it should go without saying. Um, but beyond that, it's just knowing that you never know what someone else is carrying. You never know what's going on in someone's life. You, you, you know, someone like we had talked to Evan Russell on Thursday, right after practice. He he was peachy. He was fired up, talking about the the regional and everything. But here's a young man who has some, you know, anxiety, stress issues, and just Friday was just just not a good day, and it it alarmed a lot of people in the program, obviously. And um, you know, I, I don't think Tennessee handled it the best way. And what I mean by that is when when you say before the game, "Hey, uh, by the way, you probably seen Evans not here. Uh, only Tony's going to talk about that, and it's going to be after the game." That gives everybody in the country like four hours or five hours to start spreading regulate and that's exactly what's going to happen and and i think um when you have a tennessee baseball team that people just do not like right you're either in orange or you hate these guys that's just how it is they've built that persona from the top down that's who they are they don't apologize for it but when you do that um and you put up numbers like they have you're gonna have accusations. They've been following this team all year long. Either they're cooking the bats, they're they're juicing. I mean, we're conditioned to think that any time a home run record in baseball goes away, that it's probably something wrong that went into that, right? I mean, that's just kind of how we are these days. And people don't like the Tennessee team. They they kind of <laughs> treat them like you know UNLV basketball back in the day, or like Miami football in the '80s. They you know the Fab Five in some ways. They they just don't like these guys and, and so that started the whole thing and uh, you know that troy eklund had, had been playing had played baseball at arkansas and he covers a lot of those arkansas games for at espn so you know he's talking to people in a program who absolutely hate tennessee uh, for different reasons and you know one thing leads to another and that's what you get it's just 
It's unfortunate um, because I don't think Tennessee handled it great, to be honest with you, but I don't think that excuses what happened because that should never happen. I'll agree with that. I was just amazed at, like I said, the the irresponsibility and and really the the lack of consequence. I I tweeted Saturday morning that surely this guy can't has to be pulled off the broadcast for the rest of the weekend at the least. I mean, he apologized and then life went on, and that that just seems to me like there should have been more repercussions for that than that. Could have been, yeah. I mean, I mean, Mo, and the reason why I, I put out a, I, I put out a tweet Friday night. I said, guys, I don't know what to tell you. Tony's, Tony Vitello's post game press conference does not match the level of concern and awkwardness people have had all day long. And I stand by that because it's the truth. It was what was happening. But the, the reason I said that was there were a lot of people, like there were even a couple of people who are Evan Russell's friends who were trying to get a hold of me, asking me if I thought he was okay. So there, there was there, there, there's some stuff there, right? Like there, you never know. Someone can be in the public eye, and when you're in the public eye, you lose a tiny bit of your right to privacy, and that's just how it goes. But that does not give people license to say things that are fundamentally not true. And there are people I know who work at ESPN who were furious about this, absolutely furious and embarrassed and angry and. You're right. I mean, legally, I'm sure they handled the thing the way that they have a playbook for these kinds of things, and I'm sure they they went down that playbook. But yeah, I mean, the the, the him just apologizing and moving on seems. Uh, I don't like to turn on fellow media, but I don't think that's right. Oh, it, 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 well, here's be, the thing, though, Wes. I mean, for the rest of us to maintain our credibility, you you have to call that type thing out when it's out there. Absolutely, you do. Because there, there are a lot, you know, and, and a lot of people think that, you know, that, that police officer or, or the, that, that media people are, are in a sense like, you know, police officers who will always defend their own no matter what. And there is a tiny element of truth to that or else it wouldn't be kind of one of those old wives tales. You know, there's it's kind of a cliche for a reason. You know, the media people tend to protect media people. It's just how it is. But I've always been uh, of the belief that if you are going to do something that makes that casts a negative light on what I do. Mm-hmm. Well, then you've 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 lost that privilege for me. I'm not defending you because you're making me look like an a hole. Absolutely, and I don't appreciate that. There there may have been some repercussions that we aren't aware of uh, on the backside. Did sure, he not, not work the rest of the weekend? I, I'm saying that he he may have been scheduled to work a super regional, and now he's not getting able going to be able to or whatever that we don't know about. And that's that's a you know that's an issue for ESPN. Maybe they didn't have anybody else that could get out there. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that there may be some long-term repercussions for him on the backside, but we don't know about him, and I'm not sure that that really takes care if, of the if, issue. If we don't know about the repercussions, do they exist? There's the thing. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, and, he, and, and, and the punishment has to sort of fit the crime, and that doesn't sure. mean that you, know, you take someone and, and you remove their entire career, right? I mean, everything can be a teachable moment, but when you think of – what that what he said and the repercussions of that and the fact that so many people who wanted to believe things like that will now believe them even if there's zero concrete evidence for that these people will still believe that so you know i i don't think that you know someone reading an apology like a hostage letter off camera and then putting out a tweet saying i'm really sorry i i i just don't <laughs> know that enough. that fully makes up for the harm caused 
by that. I mean, you're talking about a potential lawsuit down the road. I mean, you're you're, you're talking about a lot of things at play there. And and I just, you know, I hate it because people who know Evan Russell would tell you that he's not a saint. None of these, most of these guys are not saints. I'm not no, a saint, no. but that's a good kid. You're talking about a kid who is a first-team academic All-American. He's already got two degrees. He's got a 4.0 in grad school. I mean, he, he's never, so far as I know, had any legal issues whatsoever. Um, this has been, you know, not that anyone would deserve it, but especially someone like that likely doesn't deserve that. So, yeah, it's it's really, really unfortunate. But but I'll say this. I, I do think there's a chance that it that it takes um, a Tennessee baseball team that was already pretty angry and angers it even more. And that might make it tough for a lot of other people in the country to beat them. Poor Notre Dame. Starting with Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, we are speaking with Wes Rucker of 24-7 Sports here on Main Street Sports today. And the one other thing that I wanted to get out before we actually – take a look at Tennessee Notre Dame this weekend is, you know, we've seen a lot of, or we are seeing more mental health issues in collegiate athletics here over the last while with everything else that's going on. And I just think that we, as the media probably need to be a little bit more aware of that type thing. And maybe the next time something like this comes up, somebody doesn't speak out of orifices other than their mouths to address it. Yes, I mean, absolutely. And, and there are lessons that go back a long time with this. And, and now, especially with social media, these kids have nowhere to hide. It's not like the old days where they can go, go home, go to their dorm room, turn off the radio, turn off the TV and get away from it. Like their phones are buzzing all the time now. And, and it, it's impossible to avoid all this stuff nowadays. Even if you wanted to, you couldn't because if you turned off your phone, not everybody else around you is going to turn off their phone. And this stuff is going to be out there. And, and I still say to this day, the best decision that I ever made as a sports writer was years ago not writing a story that said Chris Lofton had failed a drug test because I knew something was weird about that. And I'd heard that he failed a drug test. And I was like, I, I don't know what's going on there. That's weird. I wouldn't have picked him to do that. And the reason he failed it is because of his cancer. And, and that whole story came out later. And, and you know how I would have been persona non grata if I had written a story at the time that says Chris Lofton fails a drug test. And then it comes out that he failed it because it's a trigger because he had cancer. Mm. And, and, and so, so you never know exactly what you're what, what's going on these days but there's such a pressure to be first there's such a pressure to be out there it, it is infinitely more important it, it, it's not even close you need to be right before mm. you're first you need to be right about this and when you're talking about a said that so many mental times. health on top of it you know a player's mental health you know it is what these kids go through the pressure on them now they choose to put themselves in this situation right they do they choose to put themselves in the situation so that that is what it is. But these are also, I would argue, kids. The law says they're not BS. They're kids. And I think that people need to be careful how they talk about some of these guys because, in fact, they are kids. Wes Rucker, 24-7 Sports, with us on Main Street Sports today. Um, clearly, we are running up against a break, but do want to get your thoughts, Wes, on this three-game series against Notre Dame or this best-of-three Super Regional against Notre Dame um, coming out of the Statesboro Regional where they had to go down there and deal with Georgia Tech and – I'm sorry, with Georgia Southern and Texas Tech? 
that right? Yes. 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 And that is right. Yeah. And yeah, there, there, no, there might not be, there might be a small list of teams in the country that have the experience and they can keep their cool and could go to a place like Lindsey Nelson and win a series against this Tennessee team. Notre Dame might be one of those teams. Um, I thought Notre Dame was going to be a regional host. A lot of people thought it was a slam dunk. I didn't think it was a slam dunk, but I thought Notre Dame would host. It did not. Um, this is a team. Remember last year, Mississippi State wins the national championship. Mississippi State survived by the by the skin of its teeth in a super regional against Notre Dame at home. This Notre Dame team went to Duty Noble last year and almost beat Mississippi State, a really good Mississippi State team, the national champions, and almost prevented them from going to Omaha. This team is good. It has a couple of really good pitchers. Uh, it's got some older guys um, that they can keep. I think keep their cool, which is really really hard to do in that hornet's nest that Lindsey nelson stadium has become these days uh, against a really intimidating really physical tennessee team and a very loud crowd that's going to make things a problem for you from the time you take bp until the final outs recorded um, but it should be a pretty good series it should be uh, i don't think notre dame is just going to walk in there and collapse i, I might have to regret that uh, i think tennessee wins the series um, but it doesn't surprise me if it goes to three and i think notre dame is not just going to go in there and get its clock cleaned I, I just I think too much of that program. I don't think it's going to happen. And and Tennessee emerged out of their regional, but you know the Campbell game on Saturday, obviously the Georgia Tech game on Sunday night, they they got pushed. I mean, is there any concern about UT right now? Uh, I I wouldn't think so, Mo. And I'll tell you the reason why is because you know if you look at the offensive numbers, last last week had three of the top eight or so offenses in college baseball in, in Tennessee. Campbell and um, and Georgia Tech. I mean, those are three relentless the, lineups. The NCAA did Tennessee zero favors in this tournament. Oh yeah, and 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 why would they? I told you, if you're not an orange, you don't like this team. That's just how it is. Um, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do Connect know this: the they put all they, they put a bunch of home run hitting teams in that Knoxville regional um, because that was going to be exciting. There were more 2022 first round draft picks in Knoxville than any other regional last weekend. And I think you could have a half dozen or more just from this draft and then more from future drafts. Um, There's some really, really, really good players in that regional. Uh, Notre Dame's a good team, but like Campbell was top 10 nationally in home runs and stolen bases, which you like never see. Um, and Georgia Tech had one of the few offenses that was almost as good as Tennessee's. So Notre Dame is not like that but it is a good veteran baseball team. It plays very good defense. It's got some older guys on that team. It's got a couple of good pitchers. Um, you know, there's always pressure. If you play for Notre Dame in any sport, you got a lot of pressure on you. I don't care if you're running cross country for Notre Dame, that is pressure. And, and so these guys have, have, have lived through that. They got close last year. They want to get to Omaha, just like Tennessee does. Tennessee doesn't have a, you know, a, a, a predestiny thing. They were not ordained from birth as, with a birthright to go to Omaha. They got to go beat Notre Dame, and I think it's going to be a fun series. I think Tennessee wins it, um, but I, I don't think it's going to be easy at all. Yeah, Wes Rucker here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Wes, thank you so much, and uh, hey, you know, go rock some Hank. Whether it's junior or rock, go, go rock so Hank. I might. I might, I might try to do a tiny bit of yard work here, so I might put them on the old. There you go. I go out there. So uh, we'll it, it'll get you fired up. I tell you. Wes, thank you, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. We appreciate it. All right. When we come back, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday, the weirdest and wildest news from across the world coming your way right after this.